Welcome to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, holistic health coach, Reiki practitioner, and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, recipes, services, programs, and ebooks. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and is not a replacement for medical advice, what happened this weekend. If you'd like what to submit down. a question or a what topic for me to discuss, Friday submit it night. on the Friday podcast night. page at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. It was lit. Christina Rice <laughs> it was lit. The Women of Impact Dinner. It was our seventh dinner. I like counted them up the other day. Really? Yeah, it's our seventh one. I feel like there's some more. I know. We've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. We've been doing it for like close to a year and a half, but we've only had seven dinners. Oh, I didn't realize it was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Tell people what it, what it is. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's basically a dinner for incredible women to come together and connect with each other. Most of the women have been on our show, Women of Impact. Um, in one way or another. And it's just amazing. I cook the food. <laughs> which That's is, the highlight of the night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I cook the food. We have products featured um, that are made by women entrepreneurs. The like goodie bags are epic. Yeah. This, this is one of my... I always love the goodie bags. This is one of my favorite ones, though, because, first of all, <laughs> Coca-Cow was in there. The best chocolate. If you haven't had... This is actual crack. Like, it makes me nervous. I can't keep it in my apartment. It is impossible to stop eating. It's impossible. You know, when I got home that night, because I was staying with Jesse, and I was like, I think I should just eat this right now, because if it stays here, like, <laughs> I'd rather just, like, yeah. eat, finish it. So it's, it's like, done, you know? Yes. Um, but I were there different flavors in all of them? No, or we just, had just the, the regular classic uh-huh. and then mint. Oh, okay. I got a mint one, thank God. I have all the flavors in my fridge, though. So. I, I used to have all the flavors in my fridge, and then I <laughs> ate them all. It's like yeah. one of the... Pro- like, yeah, I don't have any self-control. So if you haven't tried Coca-Cow, amazing. Yes, you got to try. And it's a company founded by a woman, mm-hmm. and her story is so incredible. Do you know her story? No. Oh, my gosh. I talked to her a little bit, but I don't know her full. Okay. She basically, like, she has this whole backstory of how she met her husband, and it was, like, this kind of tragic but beautiful situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And he actually was the one that created the recipe, and she now runs the business. Mm -hmm. But she was, I think, 48 or 49 or whatever when Mm -hmm. she started doing this, like, when Mm -hmm. she started the company. And she was an accountant, I believe, for years and years and years. Like, she was very used to being in her Mm -hmm. cubicle and having a lot of structure and being very quiet and not having anyone to report to. And then she, over the last, like, two years, has completely transformed her life. And she said to me, she was like, it's, you know, it's never too late to change your life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes. True AF. Yes, Everyone who's complaining about things, you can can change it. But, yeah, that... Awesome. And then, of course, one of my favorite products ever was in there, Clear Stem. They sure were. They sure were. And now, wait, you hadn't tried it before? No, I had never tried it. And have you tried it yet? Or I tried just, it for the first it? time last night. Okay. So I don't know if I have feedback yet. Okay. I haven't had just, given it enough just, time. Wait, was it 
the clear the, was it the clarity or the cell renew cell it, renew the cell renew okay yeah that's their classic mm-hmm. serum and then the clarity is their aha mandelic acid serum which is insane but that the um the cell renew is like it does everything and it's so funny because it's like liquid gold i talk to people about this all the time i told someone actually at the retreat everyone um like so, so a bunch of us got sunburned because we were like out in the sun longer mm. than we thought. And I was like, oh, I just put my clear stem on it and it makes my sunburns go really? away. I can get a sunburn to go away in a day. Like stop. Or at least significantly down. And a big part of that is the, is the clear stem, um, cell renew. And she was like, I was like, just put the, the clear stem on. And she was like, I can't, it's liquid gold. She's like, I literally can't put it on my body. Like it has to only go on my face. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was oh like, I mean, it's because you can put it, I mean, it helps with anti-aging, helps with acne. Um, it just helps with any type of inflammation in the skin. So like sunburns it's great for, um, also like I do skin treatments. Like I just, the day before I, I went to Women of Impact, I got microneedling done. My whole face was red, mm. bloody, like scabby. And I just, I put the clear stem on over and over again and it helps it heal. Yeah. Looking flawless. Yeah. And I know a lot of, a lot of moms tell me, they're like, I love this product because like I get it for my daughter and it helps her with her acne. And then like, I can also use it for anti-aging and like mm. the results are very noticeable and it feels really good. And it's like you can layer in with other skincare which is also nice because like you know sometimes with products it's like oh i feel like i have to rehaul my whole skincare routine like you can just add it in right and it gives you moisture without making it oily i just love it mm-hmm. so you have to tell me how it goes yeah i will i mean just first time using it it went on wonderfully mm-hmm. it felt amazing on my skin mm-hmm. Your skin's so, soft today. It's very soft today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hey. I'm looking forward to using it over the next couple of weeks. You gotta get the Seeing the magic, the clarity next, because that. Okay. Do you use any like, um, like acids on your skin? I use the Pixel overnight resurfacing. Oh, okay, scale yeah. From the clear. Beauty people counter. actually ask me like the comparison because they use both. The clarity is stronger. So oh. if you want more like. You want to get okay. more shit done. It's like it's, it's get to the point. Yeah, okay. it's get to the point. Yeah, like start small, work your way up. Um, I don't. I don't do it more than three times a week, but it really resurfaces. So and it smells amazing. But when you this is where people go wrong. You've got to put it on and then wait fifteen to thirty minutes at least. Okay. Like let it start to like eat away your dead skin. Like let it start to work. Let it activate, and then put the cell renew on top. Okay, gotcha. So that's what that's what you need to do because that's what a lot of people go wrong with skin, like not just this, but a lot of products. That was what Danielle was talking about when she came on my podcast. Like a lot of people don't let their skincare work, like mm. vitamin C serums, for instance. Like she told me, like I was using a vitamin C serum, and she's like, "You're waiting, right?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "When you put a vitamin C serum on, you need to wait at least fifteen minutes before any other products go on top because it will deactivate the active ingredients." whoa yeah so same with like the acid so any type of acid use like make sure you wait like i always i mean right when i get home i fucking you know (laughs) put on my pajamas and take off my makeup and then i put do my skincare and then the rest of the night i have to let it do its work okay so you do that interesting well and that's something that i 
as a newbie to the brand of mm-hmm. Clear Stem, like love about them is how much education they're providing yeah. about skincare. Like if you just go to their website, they have so many resources. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. And the pore clogging ingredients is something I use all the time mm. with my clients. Like I have them go through that list and compare the products they're using and search for any pore cloggers because a lot of people don't realize they think like, I feel like non-toxic is really popular now. Mm-hmm. They don't realize like half the non-toxic products, like just because it's non-toxic doesn't mean it's good right and like a lot of products um that i see getting popular even like on instagram it's like the ingredients are like it'll have like three ingredients but it's like coconut oil Mm, like two other things mm -hmm. and i'm like this is gonna make anyone with acne prone skin break out you know so that's why i like because danielle is super scientific like um with her formulation and then kaylee is like all about the non-toxic like clean ingredient so like the two of them to get that's why it like really works dream team yeah dream team so i love it and their um their face washes i love that's what i always bring on travel their gentle clean and their vitamin scrub because the gentle clean i like because it gets rid of all my makeup Mm -hmm. like so you know all face washes do that you know so it's like super gentle and good for any skin type so highly recommend to everybody and if you want to check out their list of pore clogging ingredients and learn more about the brand and pick up some clear stem you can go to clearstemskincare.com and my discount code wellness will get you 15 dollars off so again go to clearstemskincare.com and my discount code wellness w-e-l-l-n-e-s-s will get you 15 dollars off it's a pretty good discount yeah you're gonna have to use that after you finish the yeah container the jar you just I, got i know yeah what else was in the bag there's a book and mm-hmm. was that and, vodka in there? yes yeah we had this vodka lemonade mm. from this other amazing woman like i just love all these women yeah. that we feature in the gift bag she's how, amazing how do you find everyone um she found us actually oh, okay. so the vodka yeah so it's a company called two night stand and she's created like a low sugar um vodka lemonade pre-mix that's cute yeah two super cute yeah and so she found us us being me and lisa mm-hmm. at an event that we were at and she was um all you know telling us all about the company and it's brand new and she's just trying to get funding now so we're trying to like it's exciting yeah just feature her get her product out there because we're you know i'm certainly in support of what she's doing yeah i bet you are (laughs) all about the vodka lemonade these days (laughs) (laughs) oh god um sorry i'm distracted because enrique iglesias is on my lap (laughs) you can kick him off (laughs) michelle's cat is named enrique iglesias it's not the real enrique (laughs) no well i guess he is the real yeah i love him i love cats yeah he's the best cat i've missed having a cat but speaking of two night stands have you ever had a two night stand (laughs) (laughs) um no what's really a two-night stand is that two in a row i guess so would would that be staying with someone two two nights in a row like is that like you sleep with someone twice and then never again would it be two separate times isn't there you know what i mean yeah or is it twice like back to back i feel like it would be twice back to back it's like a two-night stand not like two one-night stands yeah so you probably have never had a two-night stand i feel like most people probably haven't two night like twice in one night no and then like never two nights back to back and oh, then never again two no i've never done that yeah me either no it's it's one done or <laughs> <laughs> or over and over <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. oh my god we've been we've been talking about dating a lot 
Yeah. Tell people what's been going on in your life, how you're in this new season of, um, you know, just having fun. Yeah. Michelle on the loose. Michelle on the loose. And also how you feel like this has impacted your health. Yes. Okay. So let's start with the health because that's been the biggest change. Um, so for a, a long time, I was um, very, very focused only on career stuff and mm-hmm. was... Um, I wouldn't ever go out to see friends. Like I was just working all the time, which to be fair, like I still work all the time, but I just didn't care about having any sort of social life. Mm -hmm. And then like eight or nine months ago, this girl, Patty walked into our office and (laughs) she has quickly become one of my closest friends. Mm -hmm. And we just clicked right away. It was Mm -hmm. like one of those friendships that like I feel like I've known her my whole life and we are so similar in so many ways it's crazy but she has brought out my wild wild side yeah my wild side yes and it has been I've had the most fun over the last six months than like I have since college probably Mm -hmm. like I laugh so much more Mm -hmm. than I ever have before And as I was telling you earlier, like, I think this had a much bigger impact on like me getting my health back on track, Mm -hmm. meaning like getting my period back Mm -hmm. and just feeling better in general Mm -hmm. than anything else I've ever done, like any Mm -hmm. diet, any whatever. And part of this kind of goes against what you would think would be good for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, like I was telling you earlier, like I've been going out and having cocktails and like Mm -hmm. drinking way more than Mm -hmm. this summer than I have in forever. Mm -hmm. But I'm having so much fun doing it. So it's a trade-off, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, why was your period gone? Oh, God. I mean, well, like, why is anyone's period gone? I was not <laughs> well, eating. Well, different. Yeah. <laughs> well, but uh, people, some people are different. That's you true. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't eating enough for sure. Mm-hmm. And I was exercising all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, How I long would, was it gone? Mm, three years. Yeah, about three years. And just like just recently came back and has been consistently coming back. So do you think the, um, this social thing was what brought it back or did you make other changes? Tell people what the, what the, what you Yeah. I mean, I think the social aspect was a huge part of it for Mm -hmm. sure, but I've very intentionally been eating more food Mm -hmm. for sure. Just in general, more carbs. Yeah. More food. More. Car- we were talking today about how easy it is. Like so many people who are eating paleo, like don't don't eat food. Like they don't eat yeah. enough food. And often it's not intentional. It's like if you really looked, if you tracked, and saw how many calories you're eating, it would probably be like a thousand. Yes, that's exactly what I was doing. Because for the longest time, I was like, oh my god, I eat so much food. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need to track anything because tracking, back in the day, is what got me into Mm -hmm. trouble in the first place. Like Mm -hmm. I was trying to eat very little Mm -hmm. and tracking was a huge part of that. Mm -hmm. So I was very against tracking for the longest time. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just track and see how much I'm actually eating because I have no clue. Mm -hmm. And I was not eating enough at all. Mm -hmm. So then it just gave me kind of a baseline. Like, okay, I need to be eating more than I'm currently eating. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of like manipulate from there once you figure out how much is good. But, but yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Big changes over Big here. Big changes. I don't know. Oh, I mean, this is like kind of off track, but it just popped into my head. I'm wondering like, I mean, okay, producing 
the shows, like you see so many people and hear so many different opinions about mm-hmm. health and diets and, um, okay, this is why it pops into my head because we're talking about how so many people who eat paleo don't realize how little they're, they're eating. Yeah. And like with weight loss, for example, that's usually why. And you know, a lot of the, we talk shit about all the bros on Instagram, but like they're not wrong about mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff. Like what did these diets all have in common? Like you reduce your calories, you know, right. like, and it is more complicated than that in many instances, but a lot of times that's just not it. And especially with this food combining thing recently, mm-hmm. like people keep asking me like, why are people getting great results? And I'm like, because they're simplifying their meals and um, they're dramatically cutting calories. Like that's yeah. what, like, I was like looking at the girl who popularized it. I don't even remember her name. Um, repopularized it, I should say. Um, and I'm like, she probably eats like 500 calories a day. Like she just like eats vegetables. Oh my God. Um, you know, and I wonder, so I was thinking about diets and of everyone who's like all the, all the things you've seen on the show, all the ideas about health, like which one, what stands out to you as something where you're just like, I do not buy this at all oh that's a good question um hmm i mean i think there's probably a lot of things that i'm like i just don't buy it mm-hmm. um well give me a couple like or anything especially outlandish that's been i don't know if we've had anything like especially outlandish i mean a lot of people i mean a lot of people on the show talk about fasting and low carb Mm -hmm. as if it's the end all be all. And I don't buy that, Mm. you know, why not? Because it's coming. Most of the guests on the show are, are men. And most of the advice that they're giving is for men. Mm -hmm. And I, and it's, you know, it's from research done on men. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, I just don't buy that. That's right for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's being explained as if it is. Yeah. Um, so that's something, um, I mean, outlandish, I don't know. I mean, I've, I feel like I've heard everything that Mm -hmm. nothing seems that outlandish to me. Um, I mean, we are just about to release an episode with Paul Saladino, who I know has been on your show. And so he was talking about some of the things that he does, which I think a lot of people would consider outlandish, like eating brain. He was talking about that on the show. Um, I don't know that. I would eat brain. I mean, I would be open to trying it. I don't know if it would be become like a staple in my yeah. diet ever. That would be a little bit outlandish. Okay. Here's a better question. Which I'm okay. Which of the guests that have come on or like what diet that's been promoted or whatever on the show ha- has caused like, or it's probably gonna be multiple have caused like the biggest splash in terms of like everyone in the office is like, I'm going to try this now. Oh, like I'm sure like, like lectin, like lectin yes. free. Yes. Was there anything? A hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, when Stephen Gundry, he's been on the show twice, mm-hmm. and um, both times everyone is like anti lectin, <laughs> and it's so funny because I cook for a couple people in yeah. the office, and uh, Will, who I cook for, who's like one of my favorite people on the planet, mm-hmm. he, I made him like fajitas or something one day, and he came in and he was like, "Are you trying to kill me with these lectins?" <laughs> You know, so people were very anti-lectin for a while. Um, and then a few people have mentioned going on the carnivore diet. Okay. Um, so we'll see. I don't think anyone's, uh, I don't think anyone's actually done that yet. We'll see. Yeah. I'm excited to see when that experiment. 
yeah. starts. I mean, I think there's a time and a place for everything. I think. Yeah. I think there's also many ways to skin a cat. You know, I think there's, you know, <laughs> as you're holding my cat, <laughs> as I'm petting. He's so soft, as I'm petting. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think like there are many ways. Like some people reach certain goals with their health, and I'm like. Yeah, that worked really well, but, like, was that the only way you could have gotten the same result? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that way is wrong, necessarily. I'm just saying, like, maybe there was another way, too. Right. Right. And, and we were talking today about how there's just so many contradictions in the health space. Like, like anti-inflammatory diets. Like, you have mm-hmm. this one side that's, like, eat all the all the plants, all the leafy greens, all the cruciferous vegetables, help your liver detox, um, turmeric, ginger, blah, blah, blah. And then you have the other side of the coin. All those things are going to kill you. Carnivore all the way, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, I mean, technically, you just, you really do only need animal products to live. Yet, like, why are so many blue zones, like, largely plant-based? Right. Like, all these different contradictions. It's so confusing. And at some point, you just throw your hands in the air and you're like fuck i gotta see what i like (laughs) exactly no and that was the other thing that for me helped me get my health back on track so i was like number one i'm i need to stop thinking about this constantly Mm -hmm. because me stressing about every single meal is not helping Mm -hmm. and like i think it's okay to dip in and out of different diets Mm -hmm. and lifestyles like it's okay to go through phases it's okay to be like low carb one day and high carb the next Mm -hmm. like you don't have to identify as a diet Mm -hmm. like that's dangerous like we were talking about earlier it's like when you identify with it with anything it becomes dangerous because then Mm -hmm. if you you know leave that diet or stop doing something like does that make you a bad person like how do you separate yourself from it after you've you know uh I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you start to feel guilt about like, yeah. like wanting certain foods, you know, right. it's like if you're the keto person, low carb person, it's like, oh, I can't like, oh no, I don't eat the sweet potato, you know, or something like, which right. I, you can be ketosis and eat sweet potatoes, but you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. like the vegan thing, of course, is a classic example. It's like, um, here's my thing though. I think people get, a lot of people like re- either like hate labels or you like or just like really cling to them and mm-hmm. like i don't have a problem labeling the way i eat be like because i also like don't have a problem like not following that label like mm-hmm. i think of it as like a loose thing to just convey to people like what's going on right now it's like faster yeah. you know but like i think people who get really upset about like don't use any labels it's like it's only going to come from a place where, like, if you feel guilty, like, eating something else. Like, mm-hmm. I say I eat paleo because I do most of the time. But, like, if I eat oatmeal next week, I'm still I'm still going to say I'm paleo. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. You know what I mean? Well, I think it comes from – the fear comes from judgment of other people. Yeah. Oftentimes. Yeah. It's like if you are – like, I, I identify as paleo mm-hmm. most of the time. But I don't tell people that necessarily. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I, yeah, like sometimes I don't. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I go to yoga art. Yeah. And I'm like, no way yeah. is this paleo. Yeah. But like I'm going to enjoy it. And yeah. I, I don't need people to be like, oh, but that's not paleo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was also like the like all the paleo products and keto products. It's like, that's not, pa- your paleo brownie isn't really paleo. Like. Right. <laughs> do the cavemen have that? Or even like keto products. Like, mm. <laughs> we are joking about this all weekend. Like, like oh, that brownie's keto, like, that brownie's ketogenic. Like, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, and, like, it, 
to me, it destroys the point. Like, I would rather have someone eat a whole foods-based diet that's high-carb than, like, than eat keto packaged shit. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and I get that there's a place and it helps people, like, balance their blood sugar and it's, like, a stepping stone. But I'm also, like, I would rather them take the other route first, mm-hmm. you know? Like, getting whole foods into their diet. Yeah. And I just think it's funny how we've commercialized everything and we everything were, we were talking about this this weekend too i mean jesse we i was saying she was like why is it such a big deal in the united states when something's healthy like it's so like out of the north like things are labeled oh that's healthy organic like if there's a restaurant that serves like high quality protein and vegetables it's like labeled like organic natural it's like all these things yeah. paleo gluten-free versus like in other countries they largely there are many places where they that's just normal where they eat and it's not labeled everywhere Mm -hmm. that's just like they serve like like when i went to spain everywhere was meat and vegetables yeah everywhere was paleo but it wasn't labeled and it's like we have just turned everything into like a labeling Mm -hmm. thing and that it's just commercialized yeah no it's true i mean look at like the the ice cream that we had earlier how many labels were in each thing it's like this one's keto it's vegan it's dog friendly i I was like what is happening in this restaurant dog friendly i don't know why people give ice cream to their dogs or why they feel that they need to but that was like really weird i've never seen that in an ice cream place it it makes me question it a little bit that was interesting yeah they had the keto and they also had some that said skinny did you see that? It was a oh, skinny yeah. version. Skinny. And did you see I posted to my Instagram the other week in Trader Joe's, they had potato chips that said like guilt-free chips. Oh, I did see and that. And I was like, yes. are you kidding? Yeah. Like that pisses me off. Yes. Yeah. Like, because then it makes the other foods seem like you should feel yeah. guilty for eating them. Yeah. And I'm like, you shouldn't feel guilty about anything you're eating. No. Like just eat it. Yeah. That just really I'm on the guilt free diet I'm 100% the, of the time. Yeah, guilt-free <laughs> everything diet I eat is guilt free. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's the new. That's the new diet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should brand it. Okay. Write a book, the guilt free. The guilt free diet. There, honestly, there probably already is a book called that. Isn't it? When you really think about that, though, I feel like everybody feels guilty about eating something. You For know sure. what also has been super interesting about dating is I know so many guys say such like fucked like i'm like if a woman said this you'd be like oh my god like like so many so many guys they say oh yeah i worked out for two hours so i can eat a lot of food tonight oh i'm like and i always when they say something like this i always think holy shit if a woman said that you'd be like you have a severe eating disorder right right (laughs) it is interesting yeah i hear people talk about that all the time or like even literally at my gym Mm -hmm. they have signs at the front that it's usually some sort of joke or something mm-hmm. like a fitness joke but sometimes it's like come run for an hour so you can get tacos tonight or like something yeah. like that and i'm like what it's like this weird space actually someone had sent in a question i should i should go back and answer it at some point i haven't had, i haven't done a q a episode in a while but asking me like what i think about things like that mm. like because on one level it's like that bothers me you know, but on another level, I'm like, can we stop taking things so seriously? Yes. Like, if someone makes a joke about it, like, I don't, I'm not gonna, do what I mean? Right. It's like, what's the intention behind it? It's like, if I'm talking to a woman, she's like, she's like telling me, she's like, well, I, I had to run for two hours so that I could have ice cream today. I'd be like, you need help. Mm-hmm. Versus if someone's making a joke, like, work harder, guys, gotta get those tacos in. Like, right. 
it's not serious. Yes. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I don't know. For sure. Like, like we were saying earlier, you need to calm down. <laughs> Everyone. Taylor to, said it. Taylor Swift. Taylor is said it so first. right. Yes, girl. Preach. <laughs> Everyone needs to calm down and just don't take offense to so many things. Like there's no reason why do you think our culture is like that like where did this come from i don't know has the world always been like this or is it just this generation i don't think so i think it's the new generation why you would think we're so like open and like yeah it's interesting because we are more open to certain things but i maybe it's because we have so much access to media and information all the time Mm -hmm. that there's information that we wouldn't have had 50 years ago mm-hmm. so we wouldn't have been offended by it because we just wouldn't have known i also think there's like this babying factor that goes back to like the way people were raised like yeah. kind of the culture of like you know when like we grew up differently like people get like participation awards and like everyone's oh included and like no uh-huh. one gets cut from the team i don't want to sound like bitchy like i like the idea of including people but also i do think all those little things when you're younger like kind of toughens you up to be like this isn't like not everything is for me not everything is gonna agree with me and just like get over it a hundred percent yeah no i mean i remember like one of my clearest memories from uh high school is being (laughs) being chosen last in (laughs) pe class for i think we were doing volleyball are you that bad? And oh yeah. Oh my gosh, Christina. Like I work out now and I love working out, but like coordination and team sports, not my forte oh, at all. Oh, so I was chosen last. And then it wasn't even like I was chosen. It was just I was placed on whatever team was needing mm-hmm. a person, right? And like I remember the quote unquote captain of that team in our gym class was pissed that I was put on his team. He was like, God damn it. And so it's like, but those types of experiences. Sorry, that's fucking hilarious. I like can't look at that guy without thinking about that story now. I'm like, oh man, thanks Greg. He really toughened me up. You just said in this episode. I know. It's like a memory that he's probably, he has no idea that I've held on to that for so long. I'm going to cry. It's a good, though, honestly it's a good point like how we don't realize how so many things we say or do can it can stick with someone you don't even realize the small thing you say yes it's like i mean i don't have many memories from like back in those days i've blocked most of it out but like there are a few select moments that i'm like well yes in our minds as humans like moments of rejection really stand out yes you know Mm -hmm. like and other people might not realize they're rejecting us it's like with the dating thing right like any small moment of rejection like i remember like all the very vivid memories i have when i was really young are moments when like somebody got upset with me or i I felt rejected or left out or like for Mm -hmm. me actually personally it was like whenever a someone in a position of authority got upset with me it's like i have these like mm. ptsd moments from yeah it. okay interesting but yeah so this guy said that to you and mm-hmm. that toughened you up yeah that moment that you yeah. just came out tough michelle <laughs> <laughs> well i think it took a little bit longer than that <laughs> but i was like it it was one of those moments that i realized like okay um i am not everyone's cup of tea yeah i'm not going to be good at everything and i'm not going to satisfy everyone Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. like i don't 
have to be good at volleyball. I don't have to make this guy happy that I'm on his team. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good learning lesson. It's also like, I think about, okay, like kids, everyone makes a team, right? Just like to make sure no one feels sad. And like, I get that on one level, but also like, if you know, you're going to make the team no matter what, like, are you really going to try? And this is how we ended up with this, like our millennial lazy ass yeah like entitled yeah we are entitled entitled. yeah it's Mm -hmm. like you're not and also i think to your point of all the information and also like technology and it's like everyone think like look everyone's voice does matter but also like your opinion just isn't gonna matter to everybody around you it's just right like right like your voice matters in the sense of like use it and like you know like take a stand for things you believe in x y and z but also understand that, like your opinion isn't going to matter to everybody around you and like that's right. fine well and even with at impact theory we talk about our like quote-unquote principles culture which is very open opinions everyone can say anything that they want and that's very true like we mm-hmm. definitely have that but at the same time we talk about how there are certain people in the company that have more credibility in certain areas than others yeah so just because you're allowed to or not I don't like to use the word allowed that sounds harsh but like just because everyone can share their opinion it doesn't mean that your opinion is going to be the like winning yeah opinion you know yeah yeah. because there are other people that just have more experience than you and their opinion weighs more you know and it's funny because I like I'm sure people will say it's like they're gonna get triggered someone's gonna get triggered by this like no my opinion is Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah it does matter we're not saying it doesn't matter but like might not matter to everybody. That's just the reality of life. Right. You yeah. Know? But that's also why people get caught in this cycle of unhappiness because they're looking to please everybody and they mm-hmm. want everybody to like them. And if that's your goal, like you're perpetually going to be unhappy because you're never going to please anyone. And it's yeah. like so freeing to finally be like, I actually don't care what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Because no one can ever hold any power over you. Right. You know? Exactly. No, you're 100% right. Like... I don't know. I mean, what's his name? Greg? He's stuck Greg. with you forever. Yeah. He's stuck with you forever. Still think about that guy. Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's still he I think to? he's still in my hometown. Last time I heard he was working at Costco. So he went f- he came far. Mm-hmm. He- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no judgment. If that makes him happy, by all means. I'm just I saying. support you, Greg. <laughs> he might have been good at volleyball, but <laughs> he's not a, a producer in Los Angeles. That's true. It's a different culture. This is important, though, because we also, like, I wanted to bring up the conversation around, like, time and being in L.A. and, like, just different lifestyle and, like, vibrations. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people who stay in the same town and they want their lives to get better but they it literally can't because all the vibrations around you are on the same level if not lower right and like you that's part of like the magic of moving to a bigger city like i guess we're partial to los angeles yeah. or socal but there are other great cities where like people are higher vibe than you and better than you and like you can feed off that mm-hmm. energy and actually grow and like people wonder why when they stay back home they like things are stagnant it's like of course like where are you gonna get the the higher vibes to improve and elevate exactly exactly and like i what's that phrase like 
Are you just a, like a big fish in a small pond yeah. or something like that? Like, I definitely want to be the opposite. Like, I want to be a small fish in a big pond mm-hmm. so that I can learn from other people yeah. that ha- that so know you can more hang than out me. With the big fish. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like, I want to surround myself by people that inspire me, not people that are the same as me. Mm-hmm. You 100%. know, it's just a different. It's a growth mindset. It's a different mm-hmm. mindset, and like that's where I was thinking with the time thing. Like it's just something that people who um, maybe work other styles of jobs, like it's not the most important thing. And I think it was interesting today when you said like very clearly, I don't remember what, how you phrased it. You were like the most important thing to me, or, like what you value most is your time. Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. Because time is something that you can never get back. Mm-hmm. Like you can get money back. You can get you know, potentially you can get relationships back if you lose them, but like you can't ever get your time back. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing more important than time. And like, Mm -hmm. I am so protective of my time Mm -hmm. um, because I don't have a lot of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have a lot of free time, but I also just don't feel like in general, we don't have a lot of time on this planet and I want to make the most out of it. Like I don't want to be miserable. Yeah. I I agree with that. But I also think people perceive whatever they feel like they have the least of as the most important thing. Oh, that's interesting. You know, like if I was talking to somebody who really struggled with like the, the, they thought their biggest struggle was like money. They'd probably be like, that's the most important thing to them. Like Mm. if they lost a dollar, they'd be like, Oh my God. Like, you know, that's true. Yeah. You know, um, food, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I think both of us are in the same boat where it's like, I probably feel like the one, the thing I lack like is time, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like, people don't understand, um, why, I mean, I feel like I will get triggered if somebody wastes my time yes. or if I make plans with somebody and they get canceled last mm-hmm. minute. And like, I'm not the kind of person who gets upset if someone cancels, like I have noticed, like, but when it's right. like an hour before, time of like oh Mm -mm. let's just do another time i'm like absolutely not no like we scheduled this like i've already shaved my legs yeah true true but and but also back to the calls like it's like can we hop on a call and i'm like (laughs) are you serious right now like um you want to schedule this for three weeks like (laughs) yeah but yeah i think the time thing is and it's hard to like convey that to other people who um aren't don't feel as time constrained mm-hmm. or like i think people who I like I, I always joke i'm like i don't know what being bored means or like i don't yeah. know what people <laughs> do who like don't work all the time like like right. after work what do you do that's my question you know what i mean yeah like with free time i think a lot of people watch tv yes yeah no that's true because that's something that i often feel out of the loop on mm-hmm. people are like oh did you see that show yeah i'm like no i do watch tv i just like also work while i do it and i fit it yeah. in a weird t- like i'm always doing something else yeah but it's i think people think i'm weird because whenever i talk to somebody with more of a uh like normal schedule normal job i'm always like so like what's a day in your life like, I'm, like <laughs> i think it's so, i'm like so what do you do after work like i'm like at, yeah like, thing. And i'm like no but like literally like yeah so like you go home you cook dinner you eat and then like what happens like i'm so curious <laughs> what people do yeah you know what i mean because they say they don't have time for anything right but i'm like but what are you doing after work right yeah i don't know i can't even imagine what it would be like to come home at like 6 30 and have an evening What's your evening routine? 
my evening routine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have like a good evening routine. Probably not. Um, I usually get home from the office between like 8 and 8.30. Mm-hmm. I warm up whatever food is in my fridge. Mm-hmm. And then I wash my face and go to bed. <laughs> That's it? If it's like, or I'll w- work more, you honestly. You drink your kava tea? Um, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> that numbs your mouth. <laughs> I know. I don't know if that's normal. If anyone has any information on kava tea, hit me up. Because... Is kava tea supposed to make your mouth numb? Yeah, I'm not sure. But you know what? I slept wonderfully. Yeah. So it was worth it. So you know what I'm super into? Is um, Beekeepers Naturals um, Bee Chill Hemp Honey. Have the you tried best. this? I have. Have you tried all their products? Um, I've tried, mm, I think, most of their products. The sp- I have the spray. I have their CBD stick. The propolis is insane. Yeah. It's insane. I love it. It, it. Like, I use it 500 times a day. Did you listen <laughs> to my podcast episode with Carly? Yeah. Okay. That was like... Yeah. Did you feel like that made your brain explode? Yes. I was like... And it was so funny because after that episode, everyone was messaging me like, holy shit. I was not using my products to their full potential. Right. And I was like, I know. Right. And I, I definitely... After that episode, I emailed... Daniel from Beekeepers Naturals and I was like honestly that episode just blew my mind and I need to like triple my <laughs> my propolis usage yeah because I need it for everything yeah you can put it on your face like to help with skin burns acne scars you can put it in your mouth obviously for like the immunity sore throat sickness also like inflammation and autoimmunity mm-hmm. and the candida antibacterial benefits it's I'm magic like, am i missing anything else like so many things and like with travel i bring it everywhere because like i always need it and i swear mm-hmm. to god it helps so much and if you're super stressed out so the propolis i'm like everyone needs this yeah in their lives and then um the bee powered the superfood honey have you have you tried that no it's I have a not superfood tried that. complex so it has the propolis um it also has their um royal jelly well their royal jelly has royal jelly in it and it also has bee pollen which is great for energy and then their their honey their enzymatic honey so it has everything in there and i take a teaspoon every morning just like Ooh, just straight yeah because it's like medicinal dosage like mm. and it tastes really good like you're not supposed you don't like drizzle like three tablespoons on like you know <laughs> yeah um, like normal honey but i don't know i feel like it's like my daily multivitamin yeah and it tastes good and gives me energy and carly carly had said she uses it like as like a pre-workout and i started doing that like before oh. before because i usually work out fasted mm-hmm. um and i feel like i don't know it just, it just gives, gives me a little boost energy. yeah just a little but yeah, so I love that every day. I use those every day. And then the, the beach chill hump honey I have like before bed. Okay, we're both really into like frozen fruit. Yes, you and your grapes. Obsessed. Frozen grapes. Whatever. You guys, frozen grapes <laughs> will change your life. Okay. Probably in not the best way. I, 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 <laughs> haven't, so I haven't hopped on the frozen grapes oh train. Oh my God. But I would give you some if I didn't eat all of them I'm last night. I'm super into like frozen berries. Oh, so yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much every night I get frozen berries and then i put the beach chill hump honey on top oh because the, the honey is great for before bed because it like like stocks your glycogen and you won't wake up in the middle of the night and then they have the, the hemp in there so you like chill out yeah you know, so best nighttime i love it snack or if i'm feeling a little a little spicy i'll go for the superfood cacao 
honey. It's got the chocolate in it. So those are all the goods. But the Beekeepers Naturals products, like, are literally game changers. I can't go anywhere without the propolis, Mm -hmm. honestly. So I recommend everybody gets those. Um, And the Brain Fuel. Have you tried that? Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you Love feel it. in it? We, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just felt like so focused and mm-hmm. clear and just like energized and ready to go. Yeah. And not like a psychopath. Like if you have too much caffeine. Yes. Yeah. Because caffeine makes me I'm so sensitive to caffeine. and uncontrollable. Yes. Yeah. And it was, this is amazing. Yeah. So you can just get a vial and you just have that focus concentration. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love their products. So if you want to try out Beekeepers Naturals products, I recommend starting with the propolis for sure. Like everyone has to have that. Um, And then the bee powered superfood complex, I would say like those are daily necessities and then everything else you'll just want to add in, but you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash CRW and my discount code CRW will get you 15% off. So again, go to beekeepersnaturals.com. That's B-E-E-K-E-E. P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com slash C-R-W and my code C-R-W will get you 15% off. Whoop whoop. I actually go go through a bottle of propolis every week. Every week? Wow. It's... it's, That's a lot. Yeah. It's an investment, but it's very much worth it. Yeah. Never felt better. I've never felt better. Um... So yeah, that's been my nighttime routine. But okay, I'm into it. I'm yeah. gonna have to give that a try. The blueberries with the yeah, I like to go for the mixed berry blend. Oh okay, I like to switch it up. You Interesting. Know? I go for straight frozen blueberries. Okay, I feel you. Yeah, blueberries have a lot or of strawberries. You know what's funny? I keep thinking about this grape diet. Today I'm, we're at a crystal shop. I'm on the the grape diet. And they're talking. Yeah, they're talking about <laughs> well, what what thing was that in what was it under diet um, like what kind of diets was it i think you were reading like a detox oh thing. yeah different types of detox diets and one of them was the grape diet i'm here for it i was like i didn't know this was a thing but i mean there's freaking grapefruit diet there's potato diet there's uh, we got to make a list of all the diets i have to try mm-hmm. i don't think i'm gonna do grape diet i'll but, do the grape diet yeah and i'll you let you know we should compare fruits <laughs> i'll do one for you do another <laughs> okay i'll do blueberry diet okay i feel like you would be constantly hungry yeah and that would be the most expensive diet ever on blueberry grape or both both yeah for sure you'd be starving that's what potato diet works because there's like actually some science yeah. behind the satiety yeah. factor and it's it. like a little bit more substantial yeah like how many calories is in like one blueberry half <laughs> not, yeah. half of one half of one calorie <laughs> Like, I'm not interested in eating 5,000 blueberries a day. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Your tongue would be perpetually blue. You would turn into the girl who was blue in Willy Wonka. Yes, literally. Like, yeah, that would be... You think your poop would be blue? Probably. That's that's a real question. I'm not going to find out. I don't know. I remember one time I had... <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I remember one time... Do you remember the movie Spirit? With like horses. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like we were. I mean, I must have been in like first grade. Yes, um, that was a long but time ago. I remember ago. Baskin Robbins had a special ice cream that was spirit flavored. It was blue and yellow. It was like whatever i got it and my poop was blue and i was like Ew. what is this <laughs> gross that was crazy that what flavor is blue in ice cream <laughs> it tasted it was weird because it 
this is gonna sound weird it tastes like kind of like a marshmallow to me it had like not a real flavor it just tastes like artificial like things which i've always loved the the taste of yeah back in the day yeah that was that was interesting but i'm I'm glad that i missed that trend yeah how times have changed (laughs) things have (laughs) yeah things have changed i don't like the artificial flavors anymore Mm -mm. nope usually not about Um, it but what i really want to talk about going back to two night stands oh is dating life yes this is let's dive into it here's the question should one date the person that they like their type like should they date their type should they date the person that they're attracted to that's a good question my gut instinct is to say no why because that has never worked for me in the past (laughs) (laughs) dating the guys that i typically like no I feel like you have to get outside of your comfort zone. You have to date someone unexpected. Yeah. That's like your type think. is usually someone that you feel comfortable with. Right? What's your type? What is my type? Um, Tall, dark, handsome. I wish that was my type. <laughs> no, my type is generally... Short, white, <laughs> ugly. <laughs> no, short is definitely not my type. All of the guys that I'm attracted to are taller than we me. We were talking about this. I feel like you like taller guys than I do. I do. Like, I I have a height cap, I feel oh, like. Oh, really? I'm never going to say never to anything. Like, okay. the, like there, I mean, does that make sense? Like, there's nothing yeah. I would say actually never to, but I can say generally, like, I just don't, like, someone who's, like, six seven, I'd be like, this is too much. Really? Oh, I'd be into it. I think, I'm Like, really? a big, like, hunky man. I don't like yeah. someone who's that tall, because I like to feel, I would feel too, like, I don't have power over you. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, someone, people who are really tall, like, they're just, like, you know... I feel like you can use your power in other ways, Christina. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But also, just keeping it real, also sexually, we t- like yeah, sexually, just, it, you don't fit as well, right? If someone's really tall and someone's really short, that's true. But do you think it can be fun? Yeah, I think like, it, can, like get I think thrown around can be fun. and can think, be yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, it can be fun, but yeah. it can also be. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm not usually someone who goes for someone who's like seven feet tall. Yeah. I mean, I've never dated anyone that tall. Yeah. So maybe I'm. You just, but you like a tall. Right I like yeah. a tall guy. I feel like a lot of my friends who are like short, like, you're not short mm-hmm. though. You're like average. How tall yeah. are you? I'm 5'2. I feel like that's pretty oh, short. You're kind of short. Yeah. I don't think it'd be like that though. It's because I usually wear like platform yeah. shoes to yeah. make myself feel taller yeah, than I am. I feel like my mom. Like, I didn't know mm. she was like five feet tall until I was like older and I realized she wears freaking <laughs> 10 inch heels every day to command a room. Okay. Um, I respect it. But yeah, okay. What's actually your type though? This is the question. Um, What is my type? I would say, I mean, the best way to describe my type, I think, is just straight bro really yes you like him to talk like a bro too um see no i don't here's the thing this is why my dating life is a mess because i i'm attracted to that but that's not what i actually like in the long term what do you like in the long term um i don't know if i've had enough experience in the long term to tell you (laughs) most of my things most of my days and what do you think you want to manifest in let's do this let's do this work right here right now yeah we were talking about this the other night Mm -hmm. how i need to manifest the. i told you i'll show you what to do to 
magic in the man of your dreams. Okay, show me what to do. Well, first we have to start with you have to like you have to know exactly what you want. So what qualities? Okay. We need to get really specific. We're going to have to write this down. Oh, should I get out my notepad? I mean, I'll type it. <laughs> okay. And we can write it later. Okay, here's the thing that I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. right? And this I think is one of the most important things is I need someone who is just as driven mm-hmm. as I am and works just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they can hear me typing and works as much as she does. Yeah. But we, we debated this because here's where you have to be careful about what you manifest in because mm-hmm. you have, okay, this is the importance of the list. Everyone who's listening. So you make the list and you want to be as specific as you can. So you get that, right. but you might not realize like you will get something that specific and then it might turn out to be a disaster to be a disaster and you didn't realize implications that had so for instance she wants somebody who is just as driven as her she's very driven and works as much as she does but what if what if he works just as you you, he's the perfect man you love him and he works Mm -hmm. just as much as you but your schedules are completely opposite so every you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, that's a conundrum for sure. Works just as much as you, as me and has say, similar hours. Our free time aligns. Yeah, sure. Our free we time need aligns. To add that in. Okay. Our, our free time magically aligns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I've dated somebody, like I said, who's just as busy as me, which is what I, I wanted somebody who like mm-hmm. was very passionate about their job and like works a lot. So they get that I have to work a lot too. Um, and we could both be on the same page. Like if I get a call right now, I got to, I got to deal with it. Like, yeah, but we had opposite schedules. Right. And then it turns into like, you never see actually in, see them see in three months. Exactly. Like when we're both home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a very good point. Yes. Okay. Good start. Um, so I would say that's the most important thing to me because if I'm honest, like work is more important than anything else in my life. So mm-hmm. I don't need someone to be like trying to get me to work less. Mm hmm. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So I need, need someone who respects the hustle. No, I mean, I'll take one in the short term. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. And you also don't want somebody, though, that's like, it's awkward if you're, su- if you're super driven and then he's like, doesn't work that hard and you right. feel like this isn't going to work. Like, yeah. Because I'm not looking to be a sugar mama. Yeah. That's for sure. True AF. That's I'm for not sure. either. I'm not looking for a mooch. I'm not looking yeah. for someone that I need to take care of. Yeah. I think JLo said it best. I ain't your mama. Mm-hmm. True. All right. Maybe we, I should title that episode this. <laughs> I ain't your I mama. Ain't your mama with Michelle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Michelle ain't your mama. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, okay. What else do I want in a man? Um, I mean, what kind of qualities are you looking for? Like, how, like how, can you manifest literally yeah qualities? physical okay. personality? That's the only thing. What about what are we talking about earlier with the family? Oh, yeah. Someone that's not that close to their family. Yeah. 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 But we want to be specific. So not yeah. that close. I want someone who, to family, who but loves their family, mm-hmm. but doesn't love them m- enough to visit them more than once a year. Yeah. I feel. Maybe you should, we should explain that to the listeners. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I... Okay. The visiting piece goes back to time and Mm -hmm. how much I value my time Mm -hmm. right and spending you know every other weekend in Ohio (laughs) 
<laughs> is not of interest to me. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to laugh if you marry someone who's from Cleveland. Listen, I always say that I need to go to the Midwest to find oh, a man. The best men are from the Midwest. Yeah, for sure. And thankfully, many of them have moved. Actually, I don't know. If, actually, I don't know about L.A., but San Diego, everyone's from the Midwest. Like, yeah, everyone I'm meeting. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Are- I don't meet a lot of people from the Midwest here, but I always think like every time I go back to Colorado, which is where I grew up. Like, oh, Colorado has the best men. Mm-hmm. They really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you could go into any bar in Denver on so, a Friday night, and I would marry any of them. Whoa. Just kidding. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's a, that's a bit extreme. But that's my type, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because I have some friends in Denver who are like, there's no men here. Um, They're crazy. Okay. They should come to LA and there are no men here. Yeah. Dating in L- Maybe we should explain the situation in LA. Like, what is it like to try and date in Los Angeles? Um, You can't. They're ghosting you or they're gay. Yeah. Pretty much. That's usually how it goes. Pretty much. Either total yeah. assholes or they're gay or they're just like really emotional creatives or like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or an actor or like. This isn't happening. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. It's like no one seems in it to win it. No one's there to win it. They're just, they just want to have a good time, which respect, (laughs) like that's fine, but that's, that's just not what I want. serious, you don't come to Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Come to Los Angeles after you found something serious. Okay. So, um, not, okay, but okay. Besides the fact of like time. Why? Mm -hmm. What about the family thing? Because you don't want to always be competing with their family for like whose opinion matters more. Right. Um, And there needs to be some level playing field if we're really independent from our families. Like, yes, I can't be with someone who's like dependent on his family. Right. Like I'm a very independent person. You're a very independent person. And I need someone who... One understands that, mm-hmm. understands where I'm coming from with that, and doesn't, they don't even have to be like as independent as me, but just doesn't judge me for not having that same relationship. Yeah. Uh huh. 100%. Yeah. Because sometimes people who are like super close to their families, they're like, they just can't understand why there might be issues with the family or distance. And it's right. like, if you, if you can't understand the relationship like do you know what I mean and they mm-hmm. start to make you feel guilty and be like oh men things or whatever and it's like no you, you just don't get like right. it's just a different type of relationship like I don't know but exactly I feel that okay so we have the driven works a lot mm-hmm. but schedules line up the family thing yeah what else I need someone who cares about their health mm-hmm. and wellness like actually like works out Mm -hmm. eats decently like they don't have Mm -hmm. to eat what i eat but they don't need to be eating taco bell three times a day that could be a problem that's important um and i was thinking about this going back to the like i've been drinking more recently (laughs) (laughs) like i i want someone who doesn't drink all the time but can definitely party mm-hmm. when yeah. when I'm into it. Yeah. I don't need someone dragging me down or yeah. dragging me out I would all agree. the time. You want someone who's like fun to go out with but like doesn't like have to go out every 
yes. every day and like get drunk. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You want someone who's a fun wedding date. Yes. That's what you want. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I always go back and forth about the like dating someone in the health and wellness space situation. No, I, I don't want to date someone in the health and wellness space. Why They're not? too in it. Yeah. I, would I need someone who cares but doesn't care that much. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I have such strong opinions about like health. And, I like there can't be too strong opinions about mm-hmm. it. Like what if he's like carnivore is the way to go and I'm like I'm going to be vegan this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to Like work. how do you go on date night? <laughs> yeah. True very true like you gotta have someone no. who's adaptable exactly and will eat whatever is served also guys who like are so obsessed with like like their whole day revolves around working out and they, they yeah. won't hang out they're like oh i can't hang out because i have to go to the gym at this time and i'm like there's a difference between like between being like oh i'm gonna go to the gym so i want to hang out at seven versus like canceling because they're like oh i have to fit in my third gym session for the day <laughs> i did this i yeah. went on like a couple days with this one guy who like went to the gym like three times a day and i'm like yeah you don't have a social life like right you know what's so funny though is i used to be that person yeah yeah i, I never went three times a day but i definitely would cancel social engagements oh for to sure go. and i was like that's fucked up a hundred percent and i would like brag about it too i that's was like weird. oh all my friends are at the bar, but I'm at the gym yeah. at 11.30 on a Saturday. Like, yeah. why are you bragging about yeah. that? That's crazy. Stop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely want somebody who is active and goes to the gym and prioritizes it, mm-hmm. but, like, still has – still makes time for other things. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, if that's their whole life, their whole life is, like, being fit and, like, being a bro. Right. Then that's too much time to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like a, a yeah. balance. And I don't need, like, a guy who's, like, trying to be a bodybuilder or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I'm not about that. I want a little, little meat on the bones. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is that your type? Yeah. Like, like a, not like a bear, like a big, like, mm. you know, mm. I don't know. Just like. <laughs> it's so funny. Give me a big bear hug. I, I had a similar <laughs> conversation with Jesse last night. And she's like, I like to get skinny, tall, gangly kind of guy. Nope. And I was no. like, I'm not into that. Not for me. Yeah. Not for and me. And I'm also not into somebody who's so, like, guys who are so buff. I'm like, I'm not into that either. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want you to look like you're in a magazine. Like, that's right. too much for me. It's like, um, yeah, your biceps need to be smaller than my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay, true. Okay. Okay. So we have um, biceps smaller than head. <laughs> that one's important. Write that down. Doesn't drink all the time. I can party. Um, okay. Let's keep getting more specific. Um, hmm. You could, how tall do you want him to be? What about, what, what about his sense of humor? What about, is he nice? Is he yeah. a dick? Yeah. Do you okay. like a little, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like a um, brunette? Okay. Like a blonde? Um, I don't necessarily have a strong preference between blonde or brunette. Okay, so, that so we'll just leave that. That doesn't open. matter so much. Um, funny is very important. Mm-hmm. I need someone that can make me laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's kind of universal, but that is important. Some people are boring as fuck and don't want to laugh. So that's true. That's true. I've been on dates where I was like, "Oh God, yeah." What do you say? Like, what are we even talking about? Yeah. I have fallen asleep. Or like. Yeah, people are super boring. Or, like, going back to the sensitivity thing, some guys, like, I'll make a joke and they'll be, like, offended or, like, they won't get it. Mm. I'm like, are you mm-hmm. serious? Or, like, yeah. okay, I'm just interjecting my own opinions no. as this goes. Also, like, I really want to date someone who's weird. Like, I need someone who's mm. also as weird as me because otherwise I'm just, like, way too weird. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, like, I like a guy who can, like, crack a joke and, like, make stupid jokes and, like, won't get offended when I make a joke. Like, I've been out with guys where it's, like, I'll make a joke and they'll be like, that was, like, really mean. And I was like, are you mm. fucking kidding me? Like, this is my sense of humor. Yeah. Like, well, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I see. I like someone. I like a guy who can make fun of me mm-hmm. as well. Like, kind of almost, like, put me in my place. Mm-hmm. In, like... Mm-hmm. In the best way possible. In a loving way. Yeah. Yeah. But like Like also. Yeah. It can tease me for sure. Because I've had guys who just like listen to everything I say as if it's gospel. And I'm like, I'm being a dick right now. And it's okay for you to tell me that. Yeah. You you don't need to hold back. Yeah. Because you need someone to hold you accountable too. Yeah. Exactly. And call you on your shit. Yeah. Exactly. And I've also like experienced that too. And it's also like boring. When right. someone just everything they agree with everything you say, they never call you out. They're just like, you know, it's like boring. It's yeah, like, um, we gotta have some conversation. So I know, I think that's a good one for sure. Okay. Um, what else? Do you care what kind of job he has? Is there an industry? No, you don't care. You know, I mean, I think about this a lot, actually. Sometimes I think it would be really great to date a guy who worked in the film industry mm-hmm. because at least we have like some common ground yeah. and they understand like, mm-hmm. you know, the film industry is just so crazy. Like you work crazy hours, mm-hmm. you do crazy things all the time. Like nothing makes sense. It's like hurting cats. A lot of my job, it feels like, mm-hmm. um, so people in the industry get that. So mm-hmm. when I'm ha- talking about work, like they understand where mm-hmm. I'm coming from. Um, but at the same time, like a lot of the guys in the film industry kind of suck. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm not so interested. I think it's, I don't know. I don't think, I don't, probably doesn't matter because like it is nice to have somebody who gets it, mm-hmm. but also it's nice to have somebody in another industry where like you can both like talk about, you can like learn about another industry and like right. it's like different, you know? Right, exactly. Um, so we'll yeah. leave that open. Open. What about, I'm trying to think of like what was on my list. Uh, oh, what about religion? Oh, um, I'm, I don't want someone super religious. Okay. Yeah. Not super religious. I'm open to religion, but mm-hmm. I'm not, I can't be like going to Bible club and, yeah. you know, cooking for the church bake sale and mm-hmm. all that. No, no. I grew up going to church, so mm-hmm. I have no like problem with church. I'm definitely not religious myself mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah, no, again, it just goes back to time. That's not how I want to spend my time. What about any like deal breakers? Oh, deal breakers. You um, know? yeah, I mean, it's funny because I'm on like all the apps now, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll see people and it's like an immediate no. And I always think like, what is it? Usually if it's a model or an actor, it's a hard pass for me mm-hmm. because I just, don't know what their end game is. I'm like, can't trust them. Mm. Can't trust a pretty face. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about you. Um, so that's a hard pass. Um, hmm, that's a good question. What about what about drugs, smoking? Um, I don't really care if people smoke weed. If Do you're you doing like hard cigarettes? drugs, oh, cigarettes. Yeah, I guess that would be a hard pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about shit you see on, I like this conversation, things you see on profiles that you're just like hard no? Oh, um, I mean, a lot of it is 
based on the pictures, right? So I'm like, like, why would you choose to put these sequence of photos together Mm -hmm. as like your, the photos that you're using to entice someone? Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, I'm like, (laughs) these are, I'm putting my best photos on the dating app. Like, sure, I want to have a couple that like aren't as good, right? So, you know, like, I'm not always a I'm ten. not always glam. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm gonna roll up sometimes in sweatpants. I'm a two, sometimes I'm a ten. <laughs> uh, listen, I think I'm always a ten, but um, <laughs> others would disagree. But um, you know, generally, it's like okay, here are five or six photos that I really think are good mm-hmm. of myself, and sometimes these guys just put these photos on their profiles and like, I'm like what what's is your thinking what's behind the most this? annoying one um well okay well one of the most annoying things that i find is people that only put group photos on their oh, profile yeah, and i'm like i literally have no idea who you are yeah like uh, no <laughs> just no i don't even care you know like it, it, even if they're like a group of super hot guys i'm like i know i don't know what i'm getting out of this there's this one guy whose profile i I, i've seen multiple times and he all of his pictures are group photos and on all of them he put an arrow above himself that's hilarious it was like pretty funny that is hilarious i do think it's important to have a couple group photos Mm -hmm. in your so so people know know you have friends friends. yeah (laughs) yeah because that's also a hard pass Mm -hmm. it's like if all of your photos are selfies that's weird yeah i'm like or mirror selfies are the worst yes mirror selfies yes mirror selfies are the worst you know what the worst picture i i don't i'm like why would you also when they put a picture with a girl oh yeah i'm like is this your ex-girlfriend yeah is this your current girlfriend (laughs) no um no but okay i saw this one guy who a lot of guys in san diego are very like guns and military Mm -hmm. and hunting and whatever um and this guy was like he had like a rifle like a rifle over his dick, like like acting like it was his penis, like thrusting, Stop. like it, yeah. And I was like, "Who is this attractive? What? Like, is that okay? Wow. You know, like, you know, I don't know. Well, one guy, God bless the girl who guy, ends up with that guy. You know what I saw? That was very creative. That this one guy did. Um, is so you have like six? I don't know, two, five or six photos. I don't know. Six, six, six. I think yeah. he made a PowerPoint powerpoint slide for each of them with like a picture and like bullet points like see like all about i felt like i knew this kid like wow like i was like this is so like like what a great use of space interesting <laughs> that's a bold move it was, a, it was pretty funny interesting like, it was pretty funny and he yeah. like had all these he's like so that you could get more information do you know what i mean and i yeah. was like honestly that's a pretty smart move like he wasn't my like once you read through i was like you're not my type. <laughs> you're not for me <laughs> yeah you're not for me but like if you were i'd be all about this you yeah. know like for me one of the things that annoys me most i'm gonna sound horrible but like it's a turn off to me if a guy like is all about his dog like a lot of guys mm-hmm. in san diego like they'll put six pictures with them and their dog. And like the little thing be like, don't go out with me if you don't like dogs. It's like oh. all about their dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I can't date somebody whose whole life is about their dog. Right. Like it can be a part of your life, but like for that obsessed with your dog, yeah. there's probably not space for me. That's true. I want to be your number one priority, not your dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I've had, I've seen a couple profiles like that. I've also seen profiles that are like, if you like cats, swipe left. And I'm like, 
Okay. Yeah. That's rude. <laughs> What's wrong with cats? I don't know. Poor Enrique. I know. Enrique Iglesias oh, is feeling man. left out. What do you think are the most important things for pe- someone to know about you? About me? Yeah. Like potential mates? Yeah. Mm. Um, I... Oh, that's actually a good question. What are the most you important things? This. I this, mean... You gotta know these questions. See, I feel like these are things are so obvious, so I don't like think about it, but... Now I'm having to like put words to it. I feel like I've gotten good at this and I know what the most important things are. So I say them very soon. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. I mean, the most important thing about me is that I'm very driven Mm -hmm. for sure. And that my career is my number one. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, okay. When you say that though, um, if you met a guy who's amazing, would he be your number one? Is he always going to be number two? Um, I think it, depends on the time in my life so like right now like we were talking about earlier like Mm -hmm. we're both young and we're both kind of in that like hustle stage Mm -hmm. right so right now i feel like if i met a guy he would probably be my number two for a while Mm -hmm. until i got to a place in my career where i felt like i what didn't have to hustle Mm -hmm. all day every day Mm -hmm. um but I mean, that could change, like, depending on the guy. Like, mm-hmm. if I met someone who was truly amazing, I don't know. But I just can't imagine myself being with a guy and, like, if something with work came up, not dealing with it. Well, yeah, but I don't mean it like that. I don't mean, like, someone could still be your number one priority, and, like, that doesn't mean you just don't respond to work. Like, they can both be mm-hmm. top priorities, you know? But, like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard just, to balance. Are you the a ro- two. are you romantic? Are you the type like when you fall like when you fall or something you're just like all about them? Or are uh, you more like? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing: it takes a lot for me to fall for someone mm. for sure. Like so it I'm takes a while. very yeah, I'm very skeptical of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel. it takes a while. Um, but once I ha- once I like actually have feelings for someone Mm -hmm. like I fall super hard for them Mm -hmm. and I'm very romantic like I'm totally a hopeless romantic when it comes to that yeah interesting um but I'm very skeptical Mm -hmm. and I sabotage a lot yeah we talked about that yeah one of my favorite things though is seeing like I mean I feel like I have most of my friends are very like strong independent like I don't want to say kind of like ice queen women and the fact that like Mm. take no shit like I don't you know I just need me whatever and then it's like i love seeing a woman like that like just kind of melt when she meets mm-hmm. someone and like totally change like yeah. i always tell kelly like when she like fell in love with her i was like oh. the ice queen melted like oh. she's like i don't know what's wrong with me like yeah like, ah! oh i love <laughs> it's that. so cute yeah yeah but i'm just curious yeah so what about i mean you described a guy you like we'll have to get more specific later but um why do you think that your type is that not your type or is that your type the guy that i explained to you yeah um mm, it's mostly my type but there are certain things (laughs) i know you're like so confused i'm like i need to get to the root of the question like do we go for the guy who's our type i okay so here's the thing the guys that i go for Mm -hmm. They often have a lot of those qualities, mm-hmm. but they're in the wrong proportion. Does that make sense? 
so like like on my list is um can make me laugh uh-huh. right which is important to me uh-huh. but it's not as important as like being driven yes so but in but in reality if a guy can make me laugh like i i will melt yeah for sure uh-huh. even if he's the total wrong guy for me yeah because that's like my type like mm-hmm. that's the type of guy that i go for is mm-hmm. someone that can make me laugh above all yeah. else but above all but do you ever find that a guy who always makes you laugh has trouble with serious conversations yes because that's something else that I attract. Mm-hmm. And I think those two kind of, in a way, go hand in hand, is um, they're emotionally unavailable. Mm. That's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something that is definitely my type mm-hmm. that I do not want to manifest mm-hmm. again. Um, I'll at write least. down emotionally available. Yeah, emotionally available. <laughs> That's important. Like, can talk about their emotions, but doesn't talk about their emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a balance. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't know any guys who talk about their emotions all the time. I feel like it's more often like they they they're just like talking about the normal amount, or they just avoid or them. not at all. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, for me, it's not at all. Is that frustrating? Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. I'm like, I don't understand what you're thinking, just what honest. you're feeling. Yeah, just say what you think. Tell me what you want. Don't avoid it. Yeah. yeah. Get in my pants. Just kidding. <laughs> I think you feed into it. You feed into it. Okay. Okay. So that's your type is like make laugh. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. The laughing thing is huge for you're me. Not, you're not spilling all the beans here. What? I don't know what I'm holding back. I don't think I'm holding anything back. Just that you want someone who makes you laugh and then it's out of proportion. <laughs> no, let's but, think about let's think about past experiences. Okay, and I'm you know who I'm thinking about very much your type. Okay, what was the issue? Is this the most recent guy? We can go the most. Recent I don't know who you're talking about. The the. There have been multiple. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Um, he, um, what was the problem with him? Yeah. Okay. There were so many. I, I don't know where to begin. Um, but would you say he's your type? Yes. Okay. So, 100% okay. Okay. My type. So here we go. Here's the meat. Let's get into it. Okay. What are the problems? What were so, the problems? So the problems is he emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. for sure. Um, didn't know what he wanted mm-hmm. from me mm-hmm. specifically. Mm, driven but not as driven mm-hmm. um and he um wanted me to wait for him what do you mean he didn't want me to date other people but he wasn't ready to date me yeah that's fucking bullshit yeah when guys do that i'm like are you kidding me mm-hmm. yeah that's weird i was like um no do you think yeah i don't know adult dating is weird too though because it's like at the beginning you're like I don't know. Yeah. What are the rules here? Yeah. I don't think there are rules. There are no rules. You just have to, ex- you just assume nothing is exclusive until it's explicitly said. Yeah. 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 But then I think that's how I you- feel like that's how adult dating is, but then it's like people get offended. People get offended by everything. Yeah. So, true. you know, you just got to do you. True. Yeah. That is like unfair. I feel like girls do that too, though. 
Like I feel yeah. like a lot of girls do that where they'll they'll like they don't want their they'll like break up with a guy and they'll, they but they don't want him dating anyone else and it's like yeah um you can't do that yeah no I yeah that's crazy if you're not with someone officially yeah then either be in or can, be out I don't like yeah. the wishy washy stuff yeah don't be wishy washy and yeah. don't be offended if if they're not you know mm-hmm. in it so okay then okay. So there, we're getting more into it. But do you think that your past experiences of having dated guys who are your type and not working out is coloring your opinion that people in general should not date their type? Probably. Do you think, do you think I should of date course. my type? I don't know. What's your type? Actually, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't get into this. I actually agree with you, kind of. Yeah. It's like what my type is. Like, I think I have a good relationship with my type. Okay. But I think I could have a better relationship with someone who's like outside my norm. Yeah. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's hard for us to see what's best for us. Yeah. Sometimes you need someone to come and like shake things yeah. up, spice it up. Yeah. You know? Just get wild, get crazy. I, yeah. Well also because sometimes you don't realize it's like you keep going for your type, but then you don't realize like the reason why it's not working is because there's something else you needed. That's, not part of your type right you know like i used to think that i my type is a guy who's like um quieter like oh like like more like like i'm the big personality like okay like opposites attract kind of yeah like very much just like super laid back just whatever goes and like um i'm the one with big opinions and i've realized like i don't like that because like i like, I used to think that because I was like, we can't have two big personalities in one relationship. Mm. But when someone is so laid back and kind of just, like, always, like, whatever, you go, like, it's nice sometimes, but sometimes it's really frustrating and, like, mm-hmm. annoying. And I'll be like, can you say an opinion? Because also, in a relationship, I like to, I like the guy to take control more because yeah. I feel like I always am taking control in my mm-hmm. general life. And I want him to decide things and, like, do that and, like same thing like put me in my place when I need to be, like I need someone to check me the way I check everyone else around me yeah um and yeah I think I would just get like frustrated like I don't know like I don't know yeah how opinion. like yeah no, it's more. super frustrating yeah so I think like that's more my type someone you know what I mean yeah that's always what I've gone for and I would just get like annoyed over time or bored right you know yeah well and I think Like, at least for me, I think there's a difference. I mean, at least how I'm defining my type, Mm -hmm. right, is the guy that I go for. Like, intellectually, I Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. The list that I just told you is way better for me. But in the moment and with, like, in the heat of feelings and whatever, Mm -hmm. like, it's hard to think about things intellectually. Do you have a physical type that you go for a lot? Um, Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like the two people I know look very different. Oh, really? I guess they kind of have some, some similarities. Yeah, I don't know what the other guys you've dated look like though. Um, they've all been tall, mm. so that's been a through line. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually funny. Like I've gone on dates with shorter guys, mm-hmm. and those have gone nowhere. Mm. I and it's like a huge turnoff for me. Like I feel like an asshole saying mm-hmm. that because I shouldn't judge someone mm-hmm. on their height, but because they can't control it. But you know, it's just not as attractive to me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. But they've all been tall. They all are, like, not necessarily fit, but, like, fit-ish. You know? Like, mm-hmm. they're, like, 
just like broad shoulders, like mm-hmm. just bigger guys mm-hmm. in general. They've all been like that. Like the one guy I dated in the past was very skinny and you know, that didn't last. Was, Too skinny, was, not, not, not good. Yeah, I was like, you're skinnier than me. Yeah. I don't, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah I would agree. Um, with the skinny, <laughs> the skinny thing. Yeah. Um, I have some meat on them bones. Yeah. I think it's like almost all, all the guys I got, like if you line them all up, like they all look similar. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, like so, except for like, there's like one or two outliers, but definitely have a physical type. Mm-hmm. Very like yeah. all American boy. Yeah. Kind yeah. of person. Same. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my friend Kaylee, she goes, there's this new guy at Erewhon. I think he's your husband. Like he, he's so cute. Like I was like, oh shit. Like send me a picture not no. not my type i'm like he's not an all-american boy like yeah. it's not gonna happen you know but yeah i just think it's interesting so i mm-hmm. mean it's a, it's a good point though i guess mm-hmm. so i wonder if that is co- uh, for other people too like what they think their type is yeah but some people i mean do you think it's the same thing with like health coaching it's like you n- you don't know what's best for you true all the time yeah you need you outside perspective yeah like i'm not trying to say people need a dating coach but like maybe don't go for what you instinctively want to go for all the time that's true that's true it's good to try new things out you might be surprised and it's like because if you're going for the same type of person over and over again it's not working like right duh yeah you know like so that's why i'm saying don't date your type because i've been dating the same type for a while and it's nowhere so now what what's your new type gonna be um, I don't know. I think I just convinced myself to date a short guy. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's my type. My new type. I think short guys are often nicer. They are. Generally. Because yeah. a lot of tall guys just think they can get away with whatever the fuck they want because they're tall. some guys definitely have a Napoleon complex. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, it's a toss-up. Yeah. I mean, you get... I don't know. But in terms of personality... You have big personalities. You like? Do you like big personalities? Um. Yes. Yeah. Because here, here's the thing. I always um judge whether or not I like a guy in a serious way, mm-hmm. based on whether or not I think they will survive my family's Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that's a good one. Which I, is I always wonder that too. Initially, I'm yes. Like, could this person handle it? Yes, because I have a very boisterous family they're wild on thanksgiving everyone is very rude to each other Mm -hmm. in a loving way Mm -hmm. but it's it's like if it's a certain personality type Mm -hmm. that can survive that Mm -hmm. um and the quiet shy sensitive types would never survive they will be crumbled Mm -hmm. and we always have a joke in my family it's like if people bring a new boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. over for Thanksgiving dinner, they're either going to marry that person yeah. or we'll never see them again. Yeah. Like there has never been anyone that's come for multiple Thanksgivings and then has dipped later. Mm-hmm. Like Thanksgiving is the true test mm-hmm. in my family. True. So yeah, big personality mm-hmm. for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you ever find that someone with a big personality, like I guess makes you smaller? No, no. I don't find that. I think a lot of people, I, I, I've met some guys with a big personality who I'm like, yeah, they try. You know what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. like, this isn't going to work. Cause I can tell you like want to be the biggest 
personality in the room. Yeah. But, like, but if you find someone with a big personality who, like, uses it well, they, like, bring it out in you. Right. You right. Know? Exactly. It's, like, you can, um, I don't know, you can balance each other out in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important that you also put them in their place, mm-hmm. too. Like, if they're being obnoxious about mm-hmm. it, it's, like, tell them to sit down please yeah they gotta they gotta listen to it yeah so um what's what's next in the dating realm what are you what are you up to um so my plan is over the next few months we'll see how long this lasts Mm -hmm. is to just have like a wild few months that's my plan i need to get it out of my system michelle on the loose yeah michelle what does that mean being wild just like going just on like, a bunch of dates, just going to the bars, mm-hmm. like meeting random guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Being 20. Yeah. This is what I was like, is this what it's like being in your 20s? Just like going on dates with all these random guys and like weird shit happens and yeah. strange dates happen. Yeah. That's what it's like. I think we're so. living it. Yeah. I mean, it's like I, very much we're like we're talking about like you know when you're younger you're like imagine wow would it be like to like live in LA and like be dating like uh-huh. random guy like it's so weird and it's like this is happening yeah it's like this is my life now <laughs> this is happening yes yeah. but I think it's important because if you don't go through a phase like that how do you know what you don't want true you know what I mean? Like maybe that's why it's hard for me to say exactly yeah. what I want because I haven't had enough like wild nights to with like random guys to mm-hmm. know what I don't want. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but also, I I mean, do you think that people who date the first or marry the first person they date are like just missing out? Like they missed the boat? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think there are people that definitely get married real fast that are very happy mm-hmm. but i think there's some life experiences that they're missing out on for sure do you believe i've been talking to some people about this like so many of my friends will tell me like oh i knew he was the one like what my friends are like married or like mm. have been together with someone for like 10 years they'll be like i knew like first second date like he was the person like you just mm. know and i always i'm like did you actually know, like, you told your friends that? Or, like, looking back, you're like, oh, I knew then. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm not sure I believe, like, on your first date, when you say you knew, like, you called up your best friend, and you're like, I'm marrying him. Like, I'm not yeah. sure I believe that. I think it's more of, like, you look back, and you're like, oh, I felt it then. I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I've definitely... I've never felt that way, but... um you also haven't met your person. Like, yeah. do you believe that you can know so soon? Yeah. I think for some people, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know, though. Like, I, I, like I, it's hard because I see people that met, mm-hmm. you know, and got married really quickly, mm-hmm. and they're so happy. Mm-hmm. But then I see people that meet and marry really quickly, and then they're miserable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it depends on the person, yeah. I think. Because you know that... Um, the the statistics suggest that relationships have a better chance of surviving if it's the woman who does the first reach out. Really? Yeah. It's like 75%. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Hmm. Maybe Bumble has something to it. Um, no, no. it doesn't. <laughs> Bumble is, no. I like a guy to make a first move. I do too. 
I need yeah. someone to take control of the situation and like let me know he's in it to win it because mm-hmm. I have trust issues for sure. Yeah. And if I feel like someone's it's like I feel like the same. It's like I I'm the type to like feel a lot early on, but I just like act like I don't because I don't want to let it on and like get let down because I've like you know what I mean? It's like the trust issues. Like I don't right. trust somebody right enough. Like you really have to prove your trust to me. And it take, takes me a while to like be that comfortable with somebody. Yeah, for it, sure. It's like very easy for me with anyone else, but in relationships, I'm like very protective of myself. I'm mm-hmm. like, like, okay, just like, stay yeah. calm. Don't let yourself, you know. Yeah, for sure. Know. No, I mean like of the, what was it? Gretchen Rubin's, for tendencies mm-hmm. i'm a questioner and mm-hmm. i'm definitely that way with same with relationships mm-hmm. with business stuff with anything um and so yeah it takes me a while to like feel comfortable with someone mm-hmm. that's why i'm like i don't think that i would ever i mean who knows like i'm not gonna say never i guess but like feeling like some instant like oh this is my person because mm-hmm. i'm just so skeptical of people mm-hmm. i don't know but you might get that like that gut thing and you but you still wouldn't say it you know what i mean but i would question my gut feeling yeah oh i I question myself all the time i yeah yeah i would i would agree i get that yeah i don't know i it's very confusing so i don't know it's a very confusing time yeah to be alive (laughs) dating in your 20s yeah dating in la dating yeah 2019 la 2019 i think your life's gonna spice up a lot when you move over to actual like la silver lake i know i'm excited for that i think it's gonna be a good time yeah but it i don't know it's hard though because my best friend in the world is is a gay guy Mm -hmm. but he's he doesn't um like first glance he doesn't look gay Mm -hmm. so when we go out together people think that he's yes he i tell him all the time i'm like you are the ultimate cock block i cannot go out with you Mm -hmm. but he's my best friend Mm -hmm. so i'm like i don't want to not go out with you yeah so it's hard but do you really want to meet someone at the bar um i don't know maybe i don't know dude (laughs) (laughs) we have different opinions on that i'm like i don't want to meet someone at the bar because that's like I'm not, a, here's my dream is I would love to meet someone at the gym. Yeah, that is ideal. That's the oh, dream. Oh, actually, no. For me, ideal is for sure Whole Foods. Okay, yes. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> yes and no. I once dated a guy for like a couple months when I was in college um, that I met at the grocery store. Oh, yes. And ulti- at, like at the beginning, I was like, oh Which my God, store, this is a dream come true. Um, it was like the equivalent of Ralph's. Oh, see, so, that's not exciting. Not if, exciting. If they shop at Whole Foods, you know they care about quality. Yeah, that's true. I mean, really, if it's Lazy Acres, that's where, where the yeah. real love happens. But I'll give it to you if you're at Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> um, so what happened to Grocery Store Boy? So he, it was interesting because I was really young at the time. I was like 19 and he was 26 something mm-hmm. so there's like an age gap and like not that seven years is a huge age gap but when you're 19 yeah, it it's, is yeah, yeah. um like barely legal yeah like <laughs> why is he going for a 19 year old i know freaking weird i don't know i think he was like a little bit crazy maybe but he was just i don't know he was just um well emotionally unavailable okay so right up my alley and um but there's some do you 
you feel like you attract guys who are emotionally unavailable. Yes. There's something about you that's energetically putting that out there. And like I know. That. So what I talk is it? to my therapist about this so all what is the time. It? I don't know what it is yet. I haven't gotten that deep on it yet. Do you feel like you're emotionally available? Emotionally available? Yeah. Yes. Do you feel like you truly believe you're worthy and ready for somebody who's completely ready to dive in? I'm going to be ready in six months. So that's why. Yeah. You're not ready. <laughs> you're not aligned. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. of course you're not going to attract somebody in. I know. I know. But that's why I'm going through this yeah. phase right now where I'm just going out and having a good time. And then in six months, I'll be ready. All right. In the meantime, you're just going to have to deal with some emotionally unavailable fools. Yeah. But but here's the thing. Like, I'm I'm right now, and this was a recent switch for me, mm-hmm. is I'm approaching it knowing that I'm not mm-hmm. looking for anything serious. Yeah. That's usually when you find them. Yes. No, that's true. That's, that's very true. That's what I found. It's yes. like, when I'm like, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm, no for, high hopes. For the longest time, I was like pining for a relationship. I was like, I just want to find my person. And uh, it would just, it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And I was so distraught about it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I just need to have a good time mm-hmm. for a while. Like, it's not happening right now. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So I'm approaching it very differently okay. versus like, Going into a date, wanting an emotionally available man. Yeah. You know? And you'll probably attract in the right guy because you're not trying. Yeah. So. That's the plan. Everyone will have to stay updated. Yeah. You'll have to keep us updated on um, what happens to their dating life. Yeah. I'm certainly invested. <laughs> um, so moral of the story is don't go for your type. Yeah. Just go for someone exactly the opposite. I'm not sure if I go that far, but try it out. Just try it. Try on all different shoe sizes. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. And with that, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) I'm not sure what this was about, but it's fine. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, Tell everyone where they can find more from you. Um, You can follow me at Well by Michelle on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'll probably be using the hashtag Michelle on the loose a lot over the next few months. I'm so here for that. Yeah. Um, and you were also on this podcast before, and I'm trying to find the episode. It was episode 191. So there we go. go. Listen to Michelle on episode 191. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it on social media and tag us. You can tag Michelle, tag me, tag Wellness Wellness Podcast. And also, if you have comments or reflections on the topic of this podcast, please post them in the podcast Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe. Yeah, and I want to know if other people are going yeah, for their I, type. I want to know not. what your thoughts are. So please let us know. Post in the Facebook group slash comment on the social media photo and leave a rating or review on iTunes if you want to share your support. It means the world to me. So that's going to be it for today's episode. Thanks again, Michelle, for hopping on. Thank you. And I hope everyone has an awesome day. Bye. Bye. Bye.